Hey everybody and welcome to episode 6 of D&D 404. Now you know the drill. Before I give you the recap, I gotta give you the rundown. And what I got for you this week is that you should really check out our socials like Twitter, Discord, Facebook, Instagram, all that good stuff at D&D Pod 404 or D&D 404. You can Google us and we'll show right up, baby. Come chat with us, come talk with us, ask us questions, or maybe bully us. Who knows? Maybe we'll cry. Anything's possible, okay? And now let's get on with the recap. In our last session, our heroes are now deep in the bugbear hideaway. Exploring the cave, the group has encountered numerous bugbears and have overcome a few encounters with them. Navigating through the twisted cave tunnels, the group finds a smaller cave room that looks like a little alchemy lab. A secret room, you could say. With half-read gnomish textbooks spread on the floor and beakers that look like they have been overheating and bubbling for some time. Minus investigates those things, picks up some of those books, and they continue on their way. The heroes then are faced with a forked path, both shrouded and covered with darkness ahead of them. The heroes find a room to their left. Peering inside, they find numerous dead bodies laying across a board bloody floor. All victims seem to have suffered the same fate of having a hole punctured deep through their foreheads. In that same room, they find Kemi Joe, a gnomish alchemist that was locked in the very same room, taken prisoner by the bugbears. The heroes decide to help Kemi Joe, reluctantly of course, and he warns them of the dangers ahead. A mutated bugbear, unlike the ones they have seen before. There seems to be something seriously off with the bugbear's chieftain. Kemi Joe decides to return the favor and help the heroes, and they head back to the secret room to devise a plan. We left off last session with the thought if Kemi Joe could really be trusted, or are they about to follow him into a devious trap? And we'll find out if Kemi Joe's gonna backstab him right after our bard plays that sick intro. Roll it! Good morning, good afternoon, and good evening, and welcome to the world of Humbrea, featuring three first-time adventurers and one very patient DM. This is D&D 404. You guys following him in? Yeah. Uh, well, can we send uh, Minus first? Sure. Rather than have him walk in first? Okay. All right. Hey, listen, gentlemen first. Gentlemen first. Kids first. Go ahead. Be my guest. Uh, oh, okay. I, uh, I walk in. Looks like the same room. And then I uh, I just kind of go sit in front of the hole, the little one. Okay. So you sit in front of the hole. He goes, all right, I need you to untie me and give me back my books for me to finish this. All Are right. we all in the room now? Yeah. You got, you got all you guys walked okay. in. Okay. Cool. Yeah. Then we untie him and um, I give him his books. Takes three books. Boom. Puts them on the table. Drags a little stool over. Gets up. Cracks his fingers. He's like, you had a... You kind of put a bookmark or something? You suffer through the pages. It's like, all right, all right. Uh, mustard gaze, mustard gaze. Going through, it's like, where was that? Ah, all right, here we go. Okay, all right, we got the yellow here. Okay, so pretty much what we got to do is we just got to, I got to finish the potion. It's been brewing here, but it's been sitting out a little too long according to the instructions. I'm not really sure if it's going to work. It might be a dud at this point. Pretty much, it's just poisonous gas. You throw it in there, close the door. Hopefully, it just kills him. That or it turns him into an animal. I don't know. Anything can happen. I, I haven't done. I haven't made this before. It's been sitting out long and uninspected. I got to add a few more ingredients to it. But I think it's the best chance we got. So let me go ahead. He starts like um, going through some of the boxes and stuff. As he's making this potion, um, you know, he's, he's shifting through a bunch of pages. He's grabbing some components. Uh, almost you would re you would recognize some of these components that you would use in, with some of your spells 
Um, he's shifting through the pages. He's he's fumbling to himself. He's a little upset because a lot of these components or the some of the brews that he had going have been sitting there for too long. So they kind of went bad and he's trying to just take some time to recreate what he was originally trying to make before he got captured. So he says, uh, all right, fellas, listen, this is going to take me some time. Um, it's going to, it's going to take some time. I got to pretty much start over from scratch and some of my components are bad. Uh, but I think I can make something good. I think I can make something effective here to take, to take down this, uh, this, this fucked up bug bear that's in the like, next room because I, he, he looks like he's pretty nasty he looks like he's pretty nasty so i guess just like hang out don't make too much noise you know kind of keep it chill but you know get ready that's all i'm gonna say because once this thing pops off it's gonna be it's shit's gonna hit the fan okay he told you this guys and you guys can take like a short or long rest i recommend taking a long rest and if you guys take a long rest you guys will level up to level two yay yeah level so two oh my gosh i'm a i'm a big bull now <laughs> So now we're going to do a little bloop, 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 bloop here off podcast, just for a little background mechanics. We went ahead and we stopped recording and we leveled everyone up because, you know, as many listeners may know, leveling up takes a minute. Spellcasters have to go through spells, rangers get new abilities, and fighters just get a little bit beefier. <laughs> so we went ahead and leveled everyone up uh, off recording. Everyone's level two now. Uh, we have a second level ranger, second level fighter, and a second level warlock. During this downtime of a long rest, um, getting back into roleplay, does anybody want to do anything specific? I think Drell's just honestly sitting there, um, just like sharpening an axe, just kind of hanging out. I don't think he's really worried about anything. I think he's kind of just looking forward to like what's next. I think he's just kind of chilling. Almost. So you're sitting there and you're going over your spells and things like that. And Reginald uh, grabs your attention. He comes up to you. He's like, hey, almost, almost. Uh, I talk to you for a second. Let me let me chat you up. Let me chat you up. Borrow here. All right. What's that? What's that? Gets up. Hang on. <laughs> he, hang on. Let me let me get moving. Let me get let me get out of earshot. So <laughs> I take a take a stroll around the corner. So you you just kind of like put yourself in a corner of the room there behind some boxes that were just left out. All right. Listen up. Uh, you look at him. He has like a little uh, bowler cap on. He kind of looks like a boxing coach uh, for some reason. It's like you don't know where you got these props from. But he's just kind of, he's kind of like your baki, uh, boxing coach. And he looks at you, he gets up behind you, gets up on your shoulders, he starts massaging you a little bit. Okay? Listen here, I'm almost, I mean, uh, we're, we're buddies, right? We're, we're comrades. Massaging your shoulders ever so lightly with his little bunny uh, paws. You know, yeah, I guess. We're, yeah, we're kind of well, stuck together. Yeah, you know, I'm like your mentor, and you're like my student, right? There's something we can get behind? I wouldn't say mentor. You haven't really mentored anything. Listen, I know I'm like a father to you, but listen, listen, listen. <laughs> I've been watching your fight. I've been watching you doing your little dancey dance. And I gotta say, I like the way you move. And um, I've come to terms with the fact that uh, if you die, I may die too. Uh, it was a hard realization. So I think it's in our best interest if we help each other. Oh, oh, now you want to help. Okay. He's getting his elbows okay. into your shoulder mm -hmm. right there. Mm -hmm. As you're saying okay. that, you're like, ugh. Real quick, just roll me, a, roll me a D20 with a DC 10. It's gonna be uh, charisma. A six. And you then, got a six? Yes. Plus three. Plus three. So you actually failed to get a nine. I made a DC 10. Uh, you're like really into this massage. You're like, oh, yeah, fuck yeah, mentor. Yep. Yeah, whatever you say. <laughs> so you're like, he, he's working you over really good. Like, you know, just kind of soothing you. You're, you're relaxed. Um, pretty much. He's like, yeah, you know, so um, I think we got to work together here. And uh, I think, you know, when it comes to fighting and things like that, I'm going to I'm going to say I'm in your corner. Armos, I'm in your corner, and uh, I got your back. 
I've been trying to call on you, you know, asking for some help here. Yeah, and, uh, but, you know, as a great mighty demon from, you know, from like a hellish army, I kind of have some, some respite when it comes to helping, you know, weaker, weaker beings than myself. Uh, but given up current predicament, you need me, I need you, but not as much as you need me. Gets a little deeper on that massage. Yep, yep. Oh, man. So we're going to, we're going to, you know, we're, Mikasa is Sukasa, you know what I'm saying? Okay, because, you know, I've been giving you food and you haven't really been pulling your weight, but, you know, we're we're gonna have to see on this next one. Adjustments, adjustments, you know. Speaking of adjustments, can you get a little lower, please? Oh, uh, yeah, 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 well, yeah, of course, of course, you. of course. He gets your spine, he's like, he's doing like this uh, chopping thing. Uh, or on your back, he's doing like the chops. So, what does that mean mechanically? Let's talk about mechanics. So, this is your boon. Uh, this is your packed animal. Uh, you pick the fiend. So you get access to all those uh, fiend abilities now and feats as you level up. So does Reginald. Reginald is going to help you with uh, have access to a wider range of spells. With that being said, as you're talking to Reginald, you, your, your mind kind of unfogs a little bit. And you remember that you have like you just are starting to remember some more of your spells. You're going through your stuff. And the fact that you just gained components, you looked around the room. Next to your components, you find your book of spells that you've had. Now, this is just some stuff that you had on you, but you didn't pay too much attention to when you got to the town of Gilo because you were still wrapping your head around this stuff. But you're looking over some of these spells and a lot of these like runes like still don't look familiar to you, but there's quite a bit of spells and is like there's some spells in there that look too complicated uh like you're looking at it, it's like whoa this is like some heavy duty stuff and you know you, you you're not powerful enough to cast these this is like these spells are for someone who's been practicing for years have devoted their life to it but your your mind starts to unfog a little bit it's like wait i know some of these spells so the as you level up some of the more level one spells you it just kind of clicks into place where it's like oh wait i already know this rather than you learning it so yeah. some of these spells, you have a, a wider range of some of these spells. It's like you feel like your amnesia is clearing up like just a little bit. So that also makes you think, like, who am I? So you start thinking about, like, how far back you can remember. I also want you to do one more roll for me. Give me a intelligence check of a DC 12. Nice. I got, I got an 11. <laughs> you got an 11. Two. Okay, cool. So you got a 13. What a 13. You start thinking back and you know that you you don't remember much of what happened or much of like who you are. You know that you're a warlock. You know that you've been you've had access to these abilities for a while, but you try to you try to remember as far back as you can. And you realize that you don't really remember much past your teens. So like you're thinking like you can remember some moments as a kid, like you remember you had parents, you remember yourself running through the woods and playing and things like that. Like you have those memories, you have memories of your parents who weren't warlocks, but you remember like your home was like a cottage in the woods and you had from what you remember as a young age, you looks like you had a pretty decent life. Like your parents liked you. You don't recall any brothers or sisters like that. You just remember running around and playing. Uh, you remember like going to school with other uh, with other tieflings, you look like you came from a community of tieflings, um, and that was all that was around you. So you weren't, you didn't really feel out of place. But anything that is into your teenage years, that's where things start to get hazy. Hmm. Um, so you just during this time, you're you, as you level up, you're you're getting some of your memories back. But these aren't these memories they get back aren't anything significant. They're just kind of your childhood memories. So. 
Armos is, uh, you know, doing his thing, talking to himself, and you're over there, you're flinging your axes around, you know, you're spinning, you're kind of like your cowboy gunning your axes as you now feel a little more confident of using both of them at the same time. Guys, I feel like, I feel like my axes are lighter. This, this is nice. I'm, I think I'm getting the hang of this. I like it. I like it. Uh, while we were waiting, I was, I was looking over all these books and I was, I was reading heavily some, some sections that looked like they had really cool notes. I would write the notes down in my notebook, not know what they said, but you know, I write them down because they looked important. And I put in my journal, you know, uh, I, I write a little letter that I, I plan to send to my mother, you know, back home. Ah, dear mother, I met some wonderful companions today. Oh man, they, they are true friends like none other. I'm, I'm so excited to have friends, mother. <laughs> oh, this is amazing. You will not believe, oh, one is giant, massive. I think he could save me from anything. And one is a, a little weird. He talks to himself a bit, but I like him. <laughs> Uh, anyways, I'll, I'll send you, I'll send you, uh, sketches of them when I have time to draw them. I, I've drawn, like, little stick figures, uh, one really huge stick figure, and I've drawn, like, a stick figure with, like, little crazy question marks around the head and little okay. horns. <laughs> <laughs> I, uh, I signed it, you know, menace with a big stamp on my hoof. <laughs> uh, so you write this note, you tuck it away. Uh, safely in your personal belongings. And next time you get to town, you could totally send that out. You could totally mail that out. So Kemi Joe is just finishing his stuff. You see like little poof sound effects, like whoosh, you hear all this bubbling uh, potions brewing and things like that. He's mixing wishes and washes and pouring of liquids and he's turning down some flames, throwing in some spices here and there. Does anybody have any alchemy skills? Huh. <laughs> No. Not me. Nobody. <laughs> okay. Negative. So as far as you know, he's just he's doing what he does best. And uh he comes up to you guys. He's like and he holds a bottle. It's about the size of his palm. Now he is a gnome, so it's a little small, like to drill it'll look pretty small. Uh but to you guys to Armos and Minus, it looks like a, a vial of yellow murky liquid. And he goes all right, gang, so I, I made this concoction. It's supposed to be a very poisonous gash. Um, we could throw it in there and maybe snuff out what's ever going on. I, I can't be sure that's what it does because a lot of the stuff I had was spoiled. Um, so I had to work with what I got. So, but I'm pretty sure this is like a nice poisonous gaze. If it doesn't kill him, it'll at least maybe put him to sleep. I don't know. It, it could be any number of things, but I think it might help us turn the tide of battle if we need to use it. So yeah, uh, what do you guys, what do you guys want to do? You want me to give this to you? I'll skedaddle on any, I don't know if you really need me anymore, but yeah, uh, what's going on? Oh, he should come with us. Oh, he could, he could fight, right? You could fight. You look like a fighter. Yeah, I'm not much of a fighter. Nah, <laughs> come on. You've seen some time with the axe. Don't, don't lie to me. I, I was going to say, I think that he's, you should come with us. You know more about this guy than we do. Oh, see? Uh, yeah, I mean, from from what I've seen, yeah, he's kind of scary. He's he doesn't look like the other guys. And plus, if you know, uh, we really don't uh, know what we're gonna encounter there. You kind of do. You've kind of seen it. We don't know if it's the bad guy or maybe it's something else. Oh yeah, good point. I mean, it good could point. be the, the you know what I mean. It could be this thing that's got the head things that's going on back there. I don't know what that is. You guys just saved my life. All right, I'll tell you what. I'll make a deal with you guys. I'll make a deal with you guys. I'll help you with the, with the, with the big bag bugbear behind the doors. 
and in exchange, maybe you help me out. Didn't we help you out by, you know, letting you out of that prison? Yeah, you did. Okay, okay. He's. I won't. I won't. I won't. I won't split bread here, right? Here's what. Here's here's what. I originally came here to go. Like, okay, I so saw from the Sigic College, right? You, you guys know what that is. You guys look like a couple of schmack guys. I'm from the Sigic Colleges uh, up north. So I came down here because I got my first assignment. Um, to go check out this cabin, you know, I got this weird message. They wanted me to go follow some riddles, some bullshit assignment class from Alchemy 102. Okay, a lot of bullshit. But I found this guy. I had to go check it out because this this bugbear did not look normal. I saw him attack the town of. Uh, I was in Gilo stopping by for some stuff, and I saw uh, them attack one night. And I noticed that the leader was there. I'm assuming it's the leader, and he looked very weird. And it. I had to know what the hell was going on. So I followed him back. He set up this little encampment right here. And then I got caught. Um, if you guys didn't come, to be honest, I'd probably be dead. I'll give you that. But if you guys, if I help you with this, would you come with me on a short excursion somewhere to maybe help me with that real quick? You guys look like you're cleaning up one, two, three. Yeah, of course. Of course we will. Right, guys? Right, right? I might make it worth your while. I might make it worth your while. I, I think it's a great idea. Sure. Let's get through I this. I don't. I don't know if we we fully trust you just yet. Let's see how this this goes. I want you to go in first and foremost, throw your little poison concoction. We just freed you. You haven't really gained our trust just yet. All right, I tell you what, he gets up on a box, he's climbing up, takes him a second. He goes, how about this? He straps on a belt and there's a bunch of red vials on him. It looks like he has a bunch of potions on his belt. He goes, I'm not much of a fighter, but if you guys need some help, I'll give you something to drink. How about that? works for me oh that's yeah that, that sounds great to me guys look at his potions look awesome i like this guy so yeah so kemi joe is an alchemist uh he does not look like a fighter when you size him up um but he will give you help actions and he might be able to uh heal you if he's like close by or whatever so what do you guys want to do you guys are rested up you got full health uh you persuaded kemi joe to help you out um and you just know about this fucked up bugbear how many hours has it been like very good question give me uh, go ahead and give me a perception check. All of us? Jeez. Yeah. Uh, you got, I got a nat. I got a, got a nat one. I got a 10. You got a 10? Um, Joker, what'd you get? 12. A 12. So with a 12, you know you at least spend eight hours in here because you guys just rested up. And you're guessing you probably spent anywhere from going from room to room about mm, maybe 11 hours. And through this whole time, we haven't heard anything. Through your long rest, you haven't heard anything, no. Okay. Mm. So the 12 hours includes the long rest, right? Yes. Mm. Then I guess we just have Kami Joe lead the way, right? All right. Friends, pals, what do you say? We go uh, rowdy up some crazy action. Do people say that? I don't know. I don't know what I'm saying, but let's go fight. <laughs> I'm always up for fighting. I shake my head and follow them through the door. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so you guys are leaving from this little little alcove that Kemi Joe has made for himself. You see him pack up some stuff real quick because he's probably not going to come back here. So you guys start going the way you came. So you guys start walking. You exit this little lab. You go through the commons. You see a bunch of bu dead bugbears that you guys killed a couple hours ago. Um, they're starting to smell real bad. You're going through. Um, you don't see anything alarming. They're just a bunch of dead bugbears. Kemi Joe goes... You know, it's a little weird. There's no goblins around. Why? Why, why would that be weird? Well, like, usually with with bugbears, goblins. They kind of just come in and bully them, and they just kind of chill here. 
you guys are walking through you're passing through uh you're going down some more tunnels you're passing through like uh what would be their armory just a bunch of sticks and busted up swords and maces on the ground or along the walls and everything you go through another large tunnel and now you're passing the room where kemi joe was locked up in um and it smells real bad because you guys left the door open and all those dead bodies that Armos found um is just reeking something bad the cave path starts to meet up with other ones that go behind you so it looks like these three paths lead into one uh hallway cave cave hallway of course if you went down the middle path it was like another room that you came from and then all all the way on the right you see a bunch of garbage I don't know if you guys remember when you guys first came in here, one of the paths were blocked with garbage, like a lot of garbage. So you can tell that that way was coming to this room. Um, so these three paths kind of line up into one path. And at the end of this dark path, um, I'm assuming you guys are using a torch again, right? Yeah. Because there's no, there's nothing lit up here. I mean, um, I don't, yeah, I'm using my lantern. I, I'll just use that. Okay. Um, yeah, when you use a lantern, you're a dark vision doesn't really kick in i don't think so because there's light around you uh almost so you guys come to the end of this hallway and there are two big makeshift wooden doors they look like they're very beaten up they have some holes in them they're like off the hinges a little bit but they look functional and like one is just kind of leaning over the other it looks like they just kind of took two doors and slammed them into place Cammy joe kind of looks she'd be like well <laughs> I ain't no genius, but I'm pretty sure. Well, I'm pretty sure the chieftain's beyond those doors. Before we go in there, how did this thing put all the holes in the heads? Did you see it? Do you, what information can you give us about this? Very good question. Kemi Joe looks at you. Uh, I'm not gonna lie, it was pretty pretty scary. The um, so these the bugbears would come in and. The last thing I saw him do before you guys came in is that he actually took one of the girls out of the room, one of these ladies, uh, humans, and he brought him in. But what he's been doing is that he takes one away, brings them in there, and when they come out, they have a hole in their head. Um, it looks like he tried to, from when I examined the body, it looks like they tried to shove something in the head um, of these of these victims, these poor these poor souls. I'm not sure what he's doing exactly. I don't know if he's jamming his finger in there. It looks very messy. Does not look like any type of surgical thing. It looks like he just like he just pressed his massive thumb into the forehead of these people and pushed all the way in. And he'll come back. He'll every time he takes somebody, he usually comes back and he'll throw them back in there. And most of the time, they don't have all their limbs. It looks like they're chewed off. Is so I've I've seen the wound. Is it a complete cylinder? all the way through or is it more jagged Does uh it seem me, like it's you mean a uh, perception check i got a nine <laughs> with a nine you just you don't when you from what you saw because you didn't really give like a full examination of these bodies but it looks like somebody pressed their thumb really hard into these people's heads oh that's interesting can i can i give uh temi joe a hug Absolutely. I, get, I, I, I go over like, uh, I think he's pretty much the same height as me or close to it. How tall is he? Yeah, he's actually, a, he's a gnome, so he's pretty well, shorter than you. I want to say like a foot me. shorter. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, I go over and I like lift him up. That's probably the only time I've ever been able to do this to someone. I lift him <laughs> up and I'm like, oh, Kemi, we'll avenge oh your fallen heroes. Oh my God. 
<laughs> I know it must have been I, tough. I'm sorry you had to deal with this. Well, <laughs> I put him down and I, I, I pat his head. I'm like, okay. it's okay. Whole adventure, okay. Well, my friends here, they are strong fighters. This big bugbear. We'll take care of him. Yeah, he's so soft. We'll take care of him. I promise you that. <laughs> oh, oh, oh. oh, that's good. That's good. Oh, okay. 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 Cool. Cool. We're cool. While that was going on, Drell just like looks at Armos with his eyes, like doesn't move anything else, and then just like looks back at the door. Yeah, we both. When me and Drell make eye contact, we both shake our head and look away, because <laughs> something more more is going on at this time. Okay, right. so you guys are standing in front of this giant door. What are you What are you guys doing? Well, uh, we shake off that moment that just happened yeah. and uh, <laughs> awkward, awkwardly uh, try to move on. All right, so I, I, I try to talk to the guys trying to be strategic about going in here. I ask Kemi Joe if he knows anything about bugbears, if they can, like, see in the dark. Oh, nat 20. Hold on. He knows a lot about bugbears. So yeah. the idea is... Is if we put out our torches and we go in, I could be the eyes and maybe we can ambush whatever's in there. We can do our rope technique, our good old rope technique. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so bug base, bug base actually like it's very surprising because usually the goblins should be in here and like bug bears are more like the ambushers of the group. Okay, so they're very sneaky. They're very they're very adept at hiding and they tend to sneak attack more than anything. Um, but usually there needs to be like a distraction around for that to happen because they are, you know, massive furry creatures. But once they're kind of, once you kind of lose sight of them, they're, they're pretty sneaky. You want to be careful. Um, they can see in the dark and they're pretty intimidating. Well, there goes that plan. Mm -hmm. Like this Wait. one, like I said, this one ain't like the rest. This one looks very different. I think this one has like a wing. Do you just want to pop your head in maybe and, and see what you see? That's not a bad idea. So it's just two two doors in front of us, like big doors, Yeah, they're right? about tall. They're a little taller than you, they're like eight-foot-tall doors. Okay. Mm -hmm. So like drill size. All right, so let's do this then. So I'll go. I'll creep up to the door. I'll listen. I'll, I'll see if I can hear anything first. And if I don't hear anything, then I'll peer in and see if there's any kind of light or if I can see anything. Okay. Give me a perception check. Oh, Jesus. Ooh, that's a 19. 19? So you managed to there creak open this door. As the door creaks open, a foul, disrespectful scent wafts over your nose. The smell is like a cocktail of feces, blood, rotting food, and dead bodies. The room opens up to a tall and wide, lowly dim torch loosely placed throughout the walls. Very dark, very low light. As you step in, you can hear the crunch of the floor uh, beneath your boots. Sounds like dried blood, coagula like dried coagulated blood breaks from the weight of you stepping on it. Throughout the room are limbs and body parts of goblins ripped to shreds. Entrails of goblins and bugbears are spread all over the room as if they were dragged around after death. Several chains are hanging from the ceiling with decapitated heads of goblins and bugbears hooked onto them, uh, hooked onto the ends like in a meat locker. The chains are slowly swinging with what remains of their bodies. That's what he sees, right? We're not 
I haven't peered in yet. That's what he sees right now, yeah. But you guys I smell. I see a lot of darkness. You guys smell. So What's going as on? far as hearing anything, I don't hear a single thing. You hear some deep breathing, like grunting breathing. So I run back to the guys. Guys, it is nothing but death and decay in that room, but there's definitely something in there. Oh, uh, what do you I guess? Mean, yeah, we, we definitely could smell smell the death. Yeah. That's, <laughs> yeah. Uh, oh, it smells like my cousin's room. <laughs> Billy wet better. Oh, what a guy. Your your cousin's room smells like death? Yeah, a little bit. He eats a lot of weird stuff and always wets the bed. It's just oh it's it's just putrid. I will never understand you guys. <laughs> what do you guys think we should do? So Kemi, uh, this gas you have, can can we be in the room when you throw it, or is it kind of like a throw it and shut the door type thing? Uh, you know, that's a good question. Um, I would need to see where it is. Did you see where where he was? I didn't. I just could hear that there's something going on. Uh, listen, a lot of things a lot of things can happen in there. It can not do anything. Like I said, a lot of these greenies are old, but I, I, I just, it's it's more of an impact type thing. So if you throw it on uh, them, it's like a, you know it's supposed to work like an acid or something. Uh, okay, so it's not like a smoke. It's more no. Like- it's like well, shouldn't it shouldn't do the whole room. Okay, how in danger are we? <laughs> Hold on a second. <laughs> how in danger are we? It's from what I smell. I'm assuming high. I'll let you know right now. I mean, from you, that that gas oh, that you got. I'm, you said it was a gas earlier. Now it's acid. What is going on? What's going on here? What kind I of alchemist what are you? What do you want me to do? I'm dragged into this. I don't want to fight this thing. What year in school are you? Just just curious. Are you a freshman or are you a senior type thing? Eh, more like a sophomore, you know, switch majors. Oh I mean, my god! Oh god! All right, throw him yeah, in the room. Yeah. Just throw him in the room. Oh, oh, we'll leave him in smart. there. <laughs> Let's throw it, guys. Let's throw it at him. <laughs> All right, give me the potion. Hand you the potion. <laughs> now stay here, and obviously, if you don't see us in a few minutes, then you could probably try to head out. All right. Hey, listen, that works for me. Wait, no, so no, 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 no. He's coming right? with you us. Are you going in there? Or He's coming with us. I was going to say, do you guys, what do you guys want to do? I, I think you taking the potion's a great idea, but, <laughs> but he's like, coming in to heal us. But, like, do we want to bring Joe? Or yeah, he's do got, we he, want he's him got to just stay out here? Because I think he's going to be fucking useless if he comes in by just the way he I was talking. I think we should tell him to, like, watch from oh, the no, sidelines no. or something. But I, don't know. I think he's he's got healing potions. He's going to at least throw him out. Oh, shit. Oh, fuck. I forgot. Okay, okay. Yeah, yeah, At least he's going to do something like that. You're coming with us. Never mind. <laughs> I, com- I completely forgot about uh, the fucking like, hey, elf. Looking him out. <laughs> yeah, no, you're coming with us. Change of change of plans. <laughs> All right. All right, let's do this. I put my hand in. Uh Cammy Joe puts his hand in. And break. And <laughs> <laughs> All right, so yeah, I think uh, Armo should lead the way, right? Just because he can see? Or do we want to try to light the whole room? Because I'm not going to be able to see shit. So, okay. So, if they can see in the dark, then if we light the whole thing up, it could maybe give us some time to maybe ambush them? So, here's the thing. Uh, this room is pretty dark. It's just, like, dimly lit. So, Drell can't see in the dark. I don't think Minus can see in the dark either. No, no. Okay, so you're the only one at advantage, and what you know that this bugbear can see in the dark. Yeah. 
okay you don't even know you haven't looked in long enough to see where he really is you just hear heavy breathing so if you want them to help you're probably going to want to light up the room or at least bring the lantern in there also i guess how what is the lighting situation where we are now it's dark the lantern is is your only source of light oh so like if i open the door then it's not gonna fucking help like bring in light or anything no but your okay. lantern is pretty bright okay cool so then, like it helps you out you kind of put it on so like when you fight um just mechanically like if you have backpacks on or anything you kind of like drop it you know like you hit like you know you pull the string you kind of drop your bag uh it's just like assumed that like you know so you can move a little easier so you can either put like the lantern on like your belt or something like that usually adventures lanterns have like a hook so you can do that so you yeah. can kind of see where you're swinging yeah i'll do that i'll give one of my lanterns to myself and i will give the other one because i have two i'll give the other one to menace well menace might have one i'm pretty sure he has one uh i mean yeah, I have the torches. size of it yeah, I mean, that's fine, too. Um, well, you had the Adventure Starter Pack, so I'm just going to say you had a lantern. Okay. Okay. Yeah, yeah, it's like kind of like a universal thing to have, at least in this world. All right? At least in this all world. Right, all okay? Right. All right. All right. All of a sudden, I heard a, a whisper in the wind said, homebrew. Did you hear that? Anyone else hear that? Homebrew. <laughs> okay. Oh, but I, what I also want to do, though, um, is I want to light one of my torches, and when we go in the room, I want to try to throw it as far as I can. Dude, so that's what I was going to do. <laughs> so it lights up the other side of the room. Wait, 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 wait. I, got, I could do you one better. I have a crossbow. A crossbow. I could light one of the, the things on and shoot it maybe across the room. Maybe. Sure. Yeah. I can't see All right. It, yeah, let's do it. All yeah. Right. <laughs> All right. Let's 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 get in there. Okay, All so, right, so we creep up to the door. Wait, so let me get this straight. I just need to know what the hell's going on. So you are <laughs> you are tying, I'm assuming, like a piece of cloth to the end of a crossbow bolt so you can and light it on fire. Yeah, a wooden crossbow, by the way. And yeah. you're gonna <laughs> just okay. Yeah, it's called a flame arrow, bro. Come on. Yeah. I think you'll be but you're trying to light up a room. I think you're better off throwing the torch. I'm just saying I, because an arrow on fire is not going to light up anything. A little tiny. It's okay. Gonna, it's, it's just going to be right. like a little dot of <laughs> right, light I'll just, in the back of the I'll just throw. The, I'll just throw one of my torches when we get in there. Then. Wait, you have the you have the potion. So Drell I do. Has, yeah, Drell has the potion. Okay. Yeah. Then why don't then if throw. I have the potion? Yeah, I was going to say yeah. then Minish should throw okay. the torch. Then. All right, all right, all right. I just figured I might throw farther than you. Okay, first but off, how far can Minus throw a in comparison to me? Hold on. <laughs> you're going to throw farther than the ranger? <laughs> I mean, I don't know how far a, a little tiny three-foot-tall like, ranger could throw. That means I can't jump high. It doesn't mean I can't throw shit far. <laughs> what's, what's your strength, Minus? Uh, plus one. But what, what's the... Uh, the team? Oh, okay. Yeah, dude, he can throw. All right, fine. Yeah, Dude, all right. Yeah, yeah, that works. In high school. He's got this. <laughs> all right, so we're going to, yeah, so we'll so we'll go through the doors and Menace will throw a torch as far as he can, try to get to try to get to the other side of the room. And the other but side I will still like have my lantern. Well, I figure if we're going to have lanterns on us, then I think yeah. the lighting up the far side. Yeah, good I mean, we'll see what's in the middle when you throw it, right? So, all right. Mm -hmm. and you said the room's a circle, right? Yeah, uh, not a perfect circle, but it's like a giant cavish room. You know, it's not you okay. know, it's not anything okay. specific. So I so I open the door, I, I look in, kind of left and right. I can't really see anything, of course, but I go, all right, guys, 
I'm going for it. I give him a slap on the ass just Ooh. as he goes through. <laughs> so you're throwing the torch into the center of the room. Uh, far what end. you think is it the room. far end? Okay, give me a strength check. DC 10. A what check? A strength check. DC oh. 10. So you need to roll 10 or higher. Okay. Bang. 19. 20. 19. You, you fucking. And this thing spins. And for a second, you think the flame just goes out because of how hard you whipped it, but it reignites. And you see the height of the room. It's about 30 feet high. Um, it's about 30 feet high, but it kind of goes up. It's like a point and it kind of like the 30 feet is like the total height of the room. And it kind of trickles down into like a, you know, like a pyramid type entrance. You know, it's not like solid 30 feet. As you're throwing the torch, you are, it's illuminating various parts of the room. The whole floor is covered in blood and limbs that you couldn't see the cave floor unless you like you moved something out of the way. Okay. In the center of the room, in front of a stack of bloodied corpses, varying in races, too mutilated to be recognized, is a large black furred figure standing straight up on its hind legs with its back to you, leering at the mound of mutilation in front of it. The mound of bodies is probably about 10 feet high at its highest point. And it is just a pile of destroyed, looks like half-eaten bodies, mix of goblins, dwarves, halflings, humans, tieflings. A lot of these races like don't make sense why they're there, but it is a mound and it, it just kind of like a mound of it. The black figure that's standing in front of you in his right hand, he is holding a head of a dead woman by her hair with his thumb on uh, on her forehead. Looks like it's like impaled in there. Like a bullet okay? Exactly. Her body is hanging limp from his hand, just kind of impaled into her skull. And her body's just dragging lifeless on the floor as she's holding it. In his left hand is a glowing mace that is glowing red at the hilt of the mace it, and it looks of what's glowing on it looks like an infused gem also at the hilt are various flesh-like stems that are going from his arm into the mace so as he's clutching the mace there's all it looks like his hand is gripping the mace so tight that his skin has deformed around the handle of this mace that the mace looks like it's an extension of his body almost like a flesh gauntlet he's gripping this mace for dear life breathing heavy in front of you this beast man turns around breathes loudly and slowly now it looks like what you think would be a bugbear but mutated his jaw hangs about a f uh, about six inches lower than the bugbear you've seen. Every bugbear you've seen, his teeth are elongated and entangled. There's blood spewing from it. His eyes are bloodshot red. One ear is largely longer than the other. His fur is completely black. The skin that the patches of hair that are not covering are gray. It's gray and pale. Looks like it, it when like normal bug, bug bear skin is like usually like a yellowish vibrant color. It looks like it, it kind of like looks decayed a little bit. And as he breathes out, like you can get the stench of his breath just from where you're standing about 30 feet away from him. 
so I take it like when we throw it, do we still see him? Like like from the torch, is he still illuminated, or did we only see that like passing, like as it passed over? As the torch passes to the back of the room, that's that was like the full description that you got as the torch passed. But it's lowly lit enough, and from your lantern, uh, from your lanterns, you kind of just see his like outline now. Like you know okay. he's standing there, but like he's not. His features aren't fully illuminated as they were as when the torch went over. All right, well, Drell is going to, as Minus throws that, he's going to kind of just run past him. And then as it illuminates the guy and he turns around, we're going to, I'm going to go ahead and try to throw the potion at him. Okay, you're going, let's roll initiative. Okay. Uh, let's roll initiative. Uh, you're going to get, so as he's throwing the torch, you're going to get a, like a preemptive strike on it because you guys just kind of like busted in. He, his focus is more on the torch. I got a three. I got a three. I got 18. Chase. 18. Okay, let me make uh, real quick. So we got Menace with an 18. We got this uh, bugbear dude with an 8. Should Jared and I roll off? Um, You guys decide whoever goes first. You both got a 3, right? Yeah. yeah. Jared, who do you, you want to go first? You want me, or Armas, uh, do you want to go first? Or? Uh, I didn't roll for Kemi Joe. Kemi Joe also goes on 8. All right, so it'll go... Uh, Menace, Bugbear, Cami Joe, Drell, Armos. But so, did I get an opportunity to throw that or no? Yeah. So before the first okay. initiative goes off, you go ahead and make a throw. So you're gonna make a strength check as you just yeet this. Uh, oh please! This oh, potion please. at him. So you're trying to hit him. So it's going <laughs> off <laughs> his armor class. Okay. Because you're trying I to hit him. Realized I was gonna roll a d12 and I picked up my d20. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, that is a twenty-two. Ooh, twenty-two. Ooh, you yeah. smash this vial right into him. You smash this vial right into him. Hits his face and it breaks, and all the liquid kind of goes all over it. Now, boys, boys, we got our first themed roll. Okay, so like as many other D and D podcasts, you know, some may have the um, you know, the dice roll of doom you know they all have like their own little thing okay ours is a d4 i got a giant d4 in my hand and i'm gonna roll when when kemi joe was making this potion he um didn't have all the components he's also new to alchemy he's a sophomore college student that switched majors a couple of times you don't know how many times he switched majors but he's an alchemy 102 which is which took him on a quest that somehow led him here more to be determined if you happen to, you know, if he survives this fight. You guys are in your first fight, and I'm not holding any punches now. This is a boss fight. So with that being said, I am rolling a giant D4, the mascot of our podcast, okay? D&D 404. I got a four-sided die. This concoction that Kemi Joe has made is going to have one of the following effects. Oh, God. <laughs> I really don't like uh, that you're telling us this before. <laughs> I know. I'm going to tell I, you I really what it does it. just to just to build up anticipation. If I roll a one, it's going to explode and it's just going to deal damage to him. Okay. If it rolls a two, the target falls asleep for X number of rounds. Okay. If it rolls a three, he transforms into a weird animal. I made a special list for that. If I roll a four, everyone has to make... A charisma check, and I will let you guys know what happens after that. Okay. <laughs> Yo, okay? we want that one. We uh, want that one. I think we want. No, we want, we want two. two. I think we want, two. No, I think we we want, want a charisma check. I will crush uh, that. I only told you because I want you guys to build it up. I'm going to roll this. D4. 
Did we get to see it? it? Uh, yeah, I have my camera hooked up. Come Hold on. on. <laughs> come on. Look, hey, uh, I'm really... Here, I'd do a charisma check uh, to convince you. I literally rolled a yeet. Fucking Matt literally fucking rolled a yeet. <laughs> Let's see if my camera's uh, Is it yeet? That's You're not 20. Yeah. That's Fuck awesome. is uh, a one. That's great. <laughs> Look at that thing. I want one. So for the people at home, you guys can't see this. Throw it against the wall. But we're going to throw a D4, a massive D4. This is the, uh, this number is the four. Okay. Pass. It goes one, two, three, and then the four, and the number four is the pack side because I got it at a pack mm -hmm. east. Here we go. 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 Oh. That is what we fucking wanted. That's he could change. At least that's what or that's is sleep. Drill wanted. <laughs> yeah, he goes to sleep. <laughs> oh right? Is God. it sleep? Yeah. Or is it? That means we just get to bash Potion his fucking head in. Hits his face. He's like kind of holding up straight, and he is asleep for an unknown amount of turns. That will not let you guys know. <laughs> I will roll the die I have assigned for it. Which die? That that didn't sound like a very many-sided die. I'm just going to point point out there. One round is a minute, I will tell you. And I'm going to put a timer on you guys to see what you guys do. Once I hit start, I'll tell you how much time you guys have, and I'll let you guys decide on what you guys going to do, okay? And you have the actual amount of time before he gets back up. Sound good? Yes. Sound okay. like a plan? Okay. Yeah. Yep. Oh, jeez. You guys have five minutes you can go. Okay, so I think we should try to get its gauntlet out of its hand. Exactly. Let's go inspect it. So you go over and inspect it. Um, it is melded to his hand by flesh. His arm looks like it's infused with the mace. Can I do a... So we can't, like, chop it off or anything? You can try. Try. <laughs> what, can Almost, I do what a, you do? a ma magic? What, uh, Absolutely. What, what is give, that? Give me an arcana check with, uh, with advantage for you. With it. I got a 15 and Arcana's in, which is plus two, 17. So you're looking at the mace and it's glowing red from the hilt and from where it's glowing is a red gem. You specifically, Armos, and Reginald's ears perk up. You know it as a blood shard. Oh shit. You get flashbacks from the night that when everything went to shit and everyone kind of died around you. You remember having a bag of these now. You had a bag of these before that event happened on your person. You don't know where they went from at whenever, after everything went to shit, but you know that you had a bag of these. All right. Okay. So, so I, what do we want to do now? So real quick, as I walk up, I see the gem and I'm like, I stop in my tracks. Rhett, me and Reginald kind of look at each other and I'm like, guys, I, I need that. I, I make it very, very known how bad I need that. We, we need to get that for sure. So what uh, do we got to do? I, I think we should try to kill it first. This yes. man, this thing killed Kemi's friends. We need to chop off his arm. I mean, they weren't my friends. They weren't, they were unfortunate adventurers or victims that were down here, but yeah, for them. People that he kind of knew. All right, so who who goes first in initiation? Well, you're not in, you're not in attack yeah, right we, now. We can, you have two minutes and 50 all seconds right. to- All right, I say we, we could all attack at the same oh, time. Oh, so we just couldn't we could, attack like, him 
Uh, it will wake him you up. You could totally attack him while he's down. I'd like to, I would like to, like with my axes, try and chop his, at his wrist. Yeah, same. Okay, what if we all attack at the same time and just like critical blow him, blow him up? <laughs> we both get, we'll get two uh, dice that'd be each. Sick. Let's do it. <laughs> right? You know what I'm saying? Like we I, both I, get two dice. We get even Kemi to like throw in a little jab. May, you know, maybe it like I hop you know. onto the other side of the arm and get get like my axes ready together. All right, I so we're all gonna try to chop <laughs> chop his fucking wrist off. Yeah. Or or well, do we go for his head? So everyone can roll. So if you guys want to try to chop his arm off, you can totally do that. But you guys also get advantage because he's laying prone. Right. But I'm only gonna say one of you guys because if you guys don't do it effectively, and it's gonna be a high DC, it, it's it's because uh, you're trying to chop off a limb in one strike. He's gonna wake up if you hit him. So I have a okay. slashing weapon. Do you okay, have a well, slashing I guess is there anything else? Is there anything else we want to do though? Before I want to know one, one more thing. One, one minute more thing. thirty seconds. One more one thing. Minute, How high up is the gem to where he is? Like, where is it in the hilt where his it's hand at, is? All or is at it the bottom at the, of the mace. So at the bottom at the of bottom. like a morning start is like that little uh, counterweight. It's locked into. It's like uh, slotted into the counterweight. Ooh, so it's like on the okay. Rope. So who are we okay. gonna have chop off the wrist? All right, I think Drell. Yeah, we're gonna. We're, we, we gotta we have all you like just slowly turn to Drell. Yeah, you oh, get fuck. two rolls, bro. <laughs> hey. All right. Okay, you we got roll with advantage. Here's the thing. Clearly, he's not. Uh, his flesh looks very different. This is gonna be a high DC. You need to make a DC of 18 to fully okay. sever his arm. Ooh, that, first that, one's a nine. Okay. Uh, uh it's plus ten, or that'd be a twelve. Second one, it's a 14. 14? So you yeah. go to swing with your axe. You can absolutely roll for damage, by the way, uh, okay. because it hits because you're knocking down a prone. You're hitting a prone monster. But as your axe goes to hit him, his skin is very tough. It is very calloused, but not in a natural way. Like, oh, it's just dried skin. <laughs> it is. It looks like it, it's like definitely like a natural armor that he has yeah. on. 11, 11 damage. We did 11 damage. Mm -hmm. uh, okay, let me just, I'm pausing the time. Actually, the time just went up. So now we're going to go back to initiatives. Do initiatives stay now that we kind of went initiative out of combat? Initiatives stay. Ah. Initiatives, I'm keeping the initiatives just for the sake of convenience. Mm -hmm. Okay, so it is now Minus' turn. You all, you, all three of you are yep. standing around him. He wakes up in a shriek. And like spit blood, whatever he's been chewing on the last, I don't know how long he's been down here, just kind of like spits into your face. He's like, it looks like he's about to get up. Uh, he's going to get up on his turn. So he also, because you guys are in a boss fight, he has legendary actions. Legendary actions go on initiative 20. So any type of like big bad monster have have this lair actions in D&D &D and there's legendary actions. And a legendary actions is something that the monster does um, that isn't like his abilities, but he's able to do an ability or something of some kind on initiative 20 uh, and it loses all ties. So somebody else rolled a 20, they would go first before the legendary action would happen. So he, pretty much I'm gonna roll something and I'm gonna see what happens. It could arrange from many things. So he gets X amount of legendary actions in combat. And after he uses this set amount, he can't use any more legendary actions. Pretty much cool boss shit. You know what I'm saying? Uh, also with legendary actions, you can't use the same one twice. He rolls, he kicks up onto his feet, like a cool, like pounce thing, like cool parkour. You go yells really loud to kind of get you guys a little disgruntled. And then he 
leaps 40 feet back into a dark or 40 feet to the side into a dark part of the room. You guys can't see him. He's hidden. Even even with the torch? Um, from what it's you got so so he didn't go directly backwards, he went to a dark part of the room. So he kind of like leaped to the side, but the way he did it, he kind of like just crouched down and he's gone. He's he's hidden. You're not really sure where he is right now. So now it goes to Minus's turn. Yes. Okay. Oh, crap. I can't see it. You son of a bitch. All right. Uh, that ruins my plan. Uh, so I'm gonna. <laughs> uh, I might step like uh, five or ten feet. Let's say ten feet back in the other direction. I'm just you know I'm just uh, trying to get a little distance uh, between us and. Can I light up a torch uh, as a secondary action, or is that a main action? So what? You just had your axes out, right? So it'll be it'll be an action to take out a torch and light it. Um, so I couldn't like light it and throw it at the same time. Um, yeah. yeah. Check. I'll let you do that. Yeah. Give me, give me. Um, fuck it. As a bonus action, I'll let you light the torch, and as a main action, you can throw it. Okay, lovely. So just yeah, like yeah. use my full turn to got it. Ah, oh, damn fiend! I, I light my torch as I step back. And I attempt to toss it into the dark section where he is. Um, give me, I'm gonna roll. So we're gonna see if he's moved. Cause he, you just saw him lunge back there. Uh, roll a d20 for me. Let me know what you get. Yep. You're, you're, uh. God, that's a nat one. Nat wait, one? Uh, on a one nat one. Wait, what's my thing? What's my halfling thing? When I roll nat one. It's lucky. Right? <laughs> okay, oh, thank God. <laughs> oh, it's not a, <laughs> it's a check. Okay. Fuck yeah. Um, so I'm gonna reroll. I get one reroll, but I have to take it. And that's an 18. What's the skill? Um, so we're not using a skill. I actually had you roll against his. Oh, okay. Just kind of like a cool little boss mechanic and what to throw in there. So like, um, you were challenging his legendary action pretty much. So I just let you, uh, I just wanted to see who would roll higher to see if he kind of evaded the torch. If he hid somewhere you, as you throw the torch in the direction, there's like more dead bodies. He was kind of like hiding beneath it. And you just see him like standing over the uh the dead bodies as he's like getting himself together just standing up okay so you you see him that that side of the cave is illuminated now i would say that about just so you know about maybe the radius of the room is maybe like from one end to the other is about 80 feet it's a pretty big room it's pretty it's a good size cave okay so i'm about like what 60 feet the other direction uh 40 40 feet 40 we backed up 10. yeah you're in the center of the room when you guys went to him Drell pegged him with uh with a potion. He dropped to the floor. He was in the center of the room, so you went to the center. So now it goes down to Kemi Joe's and the Bugbear's turn. So Kemi Joe's just kind of looking around. He's a little scared. He's not really sure what he can do. He's just kind of like uh uh. He's like looking through his bag. So he's just kind of hiding behind Drell at the moment. Uh, the Bugbear goes. He looks at Drell, biggest guy in the room. Doesn't really know what's going on. Looks at him. Go. <laughs> and he lunges forward he can travel he can travel 30 feet in his turn so he run, he sprints forward and he just kind of like just gets in your face that he takes his turn to get like right up into your face because he has to make like a sprint because you're about 40 feet away it is now your turn and almost his turn uh well i'm gonna get in his face with my great axe and i'm gonna try to <laughs> fucking hit him with it go for it yeah he just he's out of he's like it looks like he's raging a little bit he's just like Kind of going for whoever's closer. That's a nat 20. Let's Ooh. fucking go. Let's That's a fucking, fucking hit. go, dude. So what? So what I roll double damage, right? Yeah. So you would roll two of your die. So roll two, what? D, D12s? Yeah, D12s. Right. Okay. 
that is 12. 12 more damage. You do 12 damage? All right, you hit yeah. him across the face. <laughs> he like, his jaw kind of snaps into place. Be like, <sighs> and he just like points at your forehead. He's, oh, he's, he's pissed. Armos, it is your turn. Give me the loadout of the, and you said the room is how big? So the, the, the radius of the room is about 80 feet. Okay. Uh, it's not like a perfect circle or anything like that. Like there's jagged edges and stuff like that. There's mounds of dead bodies. The one in the center of the room, you're kind of like, you're about like maybe 15 feet away from the biggest mound of dead bodies that are rotting next to you. Mm -hmm. Okay. Um, and is like just limbs. So like every time you guys step, you're like stepping on something. A matter of fact, you guys are considered to be in rough terrain. So you're actually moving at half speed. If you guys are running, you're going to have to make a dexterity check. I wanted to wait till you guys started running to figure that out, but you yeah, know. Yeah, yeah, thanks, 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 <laughs> thanks, thanks. So I'm going to do my Ehrlich Blast on him. And then when I cast it, I get to add my Charisma modifier to the damage dealt if I hit with it. And I knock him back 10 feet in a straight line. Oh, so you hit. Okay, so roll to hit. That is a five. <laughs> At that, that misses, even with your buffs. He has really, he has big ac all right. um yeah he, he's a little tough to hit he's a little tough to hit um so you you know can, reach out to go do your lg blast uh it kind of just he dodges out of the way he moves his head really quick really cool like matrix uh i see that and i'm like okay uh i'm gonna take cover behind drill <laughs> so i move right you want to move behind drill yeah so you hide behind drill and you can add plus five to your ac if he tries to hit you cool as it counts as three quarters cover. Nice. All right, so you're hiding behind Drell. It is now new initiative. Uh, he is going to use a legendary action. God, I'm right in his face. He bends down without breaking eyesight to you, Drell, and he kind of scoops up a random limb on the floor, and he takes a huge bite out of it. He's like... <laughs> And he just eats like the arm of this random goblin. And he gains, he gains three health. It is now Minus' turn. <laughs> He's right. fucking nervous for his turn, man. <laughs> oh, God. All right, so in rough terrain, I could move like... You move half speed. Uh, are, you, are you saying I can move like maybe three squares? Or are we just doing like two? I'm 25 speed, so... You're 25 speed, you can move about 10 feet. Yeah, yeah. Okay. So yeah. I, I move... Uh, are they uh, directly between me and uh, this bugbear thing? So Drell is in front of the bugbear. They're kind of squaring up. Armos is like kind of behind him a little bit. Like, so he's out of the line of sight for the bugbear. And you're like kind of off to the side a little bit. Like, but you're all in like the same, you know, arms length of each other. Cause yeah, nobody's yeah. moved since uh, he came back. He yeah, so did I'm a 10 full feet charge back into the room. I'm gonna try and get into a better position. So I just move like over five feet and then back five feet. Does that make sense? Okay. Uh, towards yeah. the light. So you're going to move on an angle on him. Yes, essentially. Yeah. yeah okay. So you get him on an angle. angle. Okay. And okay. I'm going to, you know what? I'm, I'm going to use my bonus action to cast uh, Hunter Strike. Is that a bonus action it spell? Is. It is a bonus action spell. Oh, Hunter Strike. What does that do? All right. So uh, with our mark, sorry, Hunter's Mark. So uh, I'm going to use my bonus action to cast oh, Hunter's okay. Mark. Nice. And okay. um, target the bugbear so if i do hit him it's gonna do an additional d6 damage okay yep and last for an hour i'm gonna prepare my um 
Oh, I'm not. I'm, I don't. I don't know if I prepared this. The, my weapon though, so that I might have to wait a turn. I'm not sure. You tell me. So I I want to prepare my javelin. Okay. Yeah. So you you have like a, the javelin kind of strapped at your back. So I'll let you just like reach out and grab it. Great. All right. So I, I take out my javelin and I go to th launch it at him like at his chest or something. So okay, dexterity. Um, that is twenty three. Does that hit? You got a twenty three to hit? Yes. Yeah, that fucking hits. <laughs> There you go. Yeah, you got a fucking javelin straight into his nipple, like, <laughs> like face Vitor. Uh, <laughs> all right, hell yeah. As he's making guttural sounds, his tongue is abnormally large. Okay, so I get a uh, oh shit, I get three d sixes, three, a six, nine, and a four. That's thirteen. You hit him for 13 points of damage. He has a javelin kind of stuck into his upper peck. He's screaming in pain. His tongue is like kind of very long and wiggly, like way longer than it should be. Like it's a little uncomfortable. Um, as it goes to now, it's uh, the bugbear's turn. So he's like looking at the javelin and he looks at menace from the direction that he just took because he just took a lot of damage for you, but he still swings at Drell. So as he's going to turn to menace's direction he does it with like a swing from his mace to drill does a 14 hit it does not Ooh, he whiffs as it just goes right past your face uh you get like a little breath of uh air you feel that waft coming towards you and he's now looking at menace uh we're gonna go down to kemi joe and he's just like hiding behind he's still hiding behind drill's foot he's not really sure what to do uh, he's just kind of like quietly freaking out to himself. He's pretty scared. Um, so now passes over to Drell and Armos. So like the 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 body parts he like took a bite out of on the ground, they're like rot super rotten and stuff. Yeah. So if I was to eat it, I'd probably like get sick or something. Probably. Okay. Um, I was just gonna try to match his intimidation. But <laughs> I don't think I'm gonna do that. Uh, <laughs> uh, yeah. No, Drell's just gonna keep swinging away. And that is a 14 to hit. 14 misses. Just barely misses. Turn passes over to Armos. So I'm going to use my uh, witch bolt. Ooh, okay. I'll peek out behind Drell. I go and I throw it and I have, what is that, 15? Yeah, hits. Cool. What does witch bolt do? So it's kind of like... You know the uh, Emperor Palpatine coming out with the lightning shooting out of his out of his fingers. Non-lamers hated power. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, so okay. he takes one d12 of damage uh, for each turn for the uh, for the duration, and you can you can use this action to deal one d12 of lightning damage automatically. And the spell ends if you use an action or do anything else. So it's going to continue to go until I get interrupted. All right, so you hit with a 15. So this witch's bolt, this chain lightning that's coming from your fingertips, uh, like Emperor Palpatine, unlimited hand power, right, is now shocking this fucked up bugbear. Actually, he's not really that fucked up. He's actually still pretty healthy. So go ahead and roll that d12 for damage. Nine. Nine? Oh. Nice. Yep, yep, just a nine. As I'm electrocuting him, I shout out to the team. I noticed that the, the gem is something that we need to to kind of aim at and let let the team know that i see see some power in it from my uh arcana uh vision i guess that i have 
<laughs> you definitely sense a magical uh thing from it. It, it not so much magical but more uh otherworldly yes but you don't get too much from it because you you would need to like you know take a minute to examine this but it looks very familiar to you um from before okay so now it goes to back to up top so he's being shocked it is he's going to take a legendary action oh he kind as he's being shocked he's like twitching and like his body is moving in weird contorted ways folded from his back you hear his flesh ripping and crunching as a distorted uh bonish wink kind of erupts from his right shoulder blade it's not a pair it's just one what okay <laughs> um it is it, there's no like feathers there's no skin on it. It, it you're not really sure what kind of like you couldn't tell what type of animal wing it would be because it's just bone and it's just kind of breaking from his skin as it's breaking from his skin he does a dash towards you menace and he's go and he does like a cool little spin as he's going to attack you with the wing. He misses. He whiffs that. Goes the wing goes right over your head. Uh, he he rolled a four. He was pretty bad. Uh, so you're looking at this. Uh, <laughs> he did like a cool little spin motion, but the wing goes like right above your head. Uh, it was a clear miss. Just like you didn't move at all. You just kind of stood there because you didn't realize how short you were. So it is now your turn. That was his legendary action, by the way. <laughs> You're gonna have to try harder than that to hit this little minotaur. I mean, I'm a regular-sized minotaur. Whatever. And I run up to him and I try and I try and like jump up and grapple my spear to pull it out. So you want to you want to try to take the javelin out of him? Yeah, I want to take the javelin out. <laughs> Go ahead and get, oh my god. So he he you're gonna have to do a strength check on this one. Yeah. Uh, go ahead and give me. Oh boy, because he's gonna fight you on this. Yeah. He's 100% going to fight you on this. Uh, no. You're going to give me a raw strength check. You're going to okay. you're gonna go toe-to-toe -to -toe with him. Uh, he's going to roll. So you're going to roll a strength check and add your modifier to it. Yeah, yeah. Don't wait me, don't wait me, don't wait me. Ooh. He rolled an 18. Well, I'm probably not going to beat that. That wasn't an attack roll, right? That was just a... No, it's an ability well, you, check. No, you're, but you're using your action to rip the javelin out. Yes. Okay. I rolled a nat one. If <laughs> I get my half you, like <laughs> you go to jump up to get the yeah. javelin and you just bust your ass. You just like, ha -ha, you just miss it. Uh, your fingertips just barely glaze over the hilt of the javelin and you fall down on your butt. <laughs> Take this. <laughs> uh, it is now the bugbear's turn. He's going to look at you and now because he has a wing, he now gets to make an extra attack. He's going to roll to hit you. Um, he okay. hits you with a 19. So he that had hits. advantage because you that are hits. knocked down. Yep. <laughs> so he hits you with a 19 with his mace and he's going to slash you with the wing. Does a 12 hit uh, from the wing? No, not from the wing. Okay. So he no. hits you with the mace. Do you hear that? Yeah. Oh God. That's, fuck. I hear it. <laughs> Bunch of D4, right? <sighs> he smacks you with the mace upside the head and does eight points of damage to you. Oh. As you feel a burning sensation uh, just come across your cheek as you've just been hit by your first metal object. You've never been hit so hard before. Like this is like your first time you got hit in the face because this thing just goes boom, and like your your ears are kind of ringing. That was um, six, right? You also you took eight points of oh, damage. Eight, eight, eight. eight, yeah. So 
That's you didn't quite take half damage because you have 21 health, right? Yeah. But he whacks you upside the head with eight points of damage. But you also notice that you feel like a burning across your cheek as well. So if you took half, I would have asked you to roll right. a check for your hunter's mark. It is now going to go to Kemi's turn. Kem, so Kemi Joe just kind of looks at you getting hit, but he knows that he can't quite go over there just yet. He's going to move around, uh, kind of take like the long way over, and he's going to hide. Uh, he's going to take a hide action and hide behind um, some of these dead bodies. They're just kind of scattered in the room. He's a gnome, so he can kind of finagle that without being caught or thinks he's not getting caught, but he's going to take a hide action and he's trying to make his way over to you, Minus, because he just saw you get whacked upside okay. the head. Uh, it is now Drells and Almost's turn. I will go ahead and swing my axe at him. And that is a 14 to hit. You miss. All right. I will take my action surge. Action surge level yes, two sir. ability. Yep. All yep. right. Go ahead and roll Hello to fire. That's a. That <laughs> one, dude. Wow. Are you fucking kidding me? <laughs> All right. Sick. <laughs> you go to swing your axe and you fucking. I'm just going to do. Because you use the axe and surge, I'm just going to say you just fucking whiff. It's embarrassing. Okay. It's a little embarrassing. You just whiffed it horribly. He looks at you and he's like. <laughs> from the ground, I yell. I've been there. <laughs> Oh He's God. just like making chewing noises and stuff. Fuck. <laughs> Almost. So you have this witch bolt constantly cast on him. Yeah, right dude. So you can just go ahead and shock just... him again. You don't need to roll a hit. Yeah. Just straight up damage, right? I got to roll my little D12. Hey, yeah. Okay. That was one. <laughs> <laughs> you knew one point of damage. Woo! Nice. So Drell's okay. still still sitting there, right? I'm I'm still kind of behind him, even though he like yeah. whooshed his two swings. Right? Wait, am I prone right now? No, you're not prone. Yeah, I'm gonna oh. I'm gonna be nice to say because you use your axe and surge, you didn't fall down or anything like that. I'm gonna I'm gonna tell the bugbear that he needs to feel the power. Feel the power! Right. I feel like as I do one damage. <laughs> I feel like you fucking up your axe and surge is punishment enough. <laughs> yeah, dude. <laughs> Fuck. <laughs> it is now Minus' turn, 18. Yes. He doesn't take a legendary action. Oh, thank God. So I uh, <laughs> brush myself off. <laughs> that was weird. I usually, uh, I'm usually pretty good at that kind of stuff. And then I take my axes out and I try and uh, double swing at him. You had, you're finally using your two-hand fighting, two -handed fighting, fighting hit. style. Yeah, yeah. Yep. Go ahead. Roll it. That is a. Oh, God, that's a seven. Okay, it goes down to Kemi's turn. Kemi kind of takes the takes another move action, and he kind of gets behind you, and he calls out to you. He goes, "Minish, Minish, ah, Kemi, what's, Minish. what's going on? Minish, catch!" Chucks you a uh, potion of healing. I'm just gonna say that you catch it. It's not too far away. Okay, great. Uh, you now have a potion of healing in your hand. So now it goes to the bugbear. He's going to look at Armos because he's quite shocked. Uh, right. I didn't see what you did there. I see what you did. <laughs> yeah, yeah. He's going to look. He's going to roll a hit. He rolls a 19 with his mace. So Does that hit? So you get put. So what you're saying. Right. <laughs> well, so you have. You're still hiding behind Drell. Yeah. So uh, what's your AC? So it's five to whatever your AC is. 11. Because it, it only does your mod. Yeah. Okay. So you have 11 right? plus five. So you have an AC right now. 
of 16. 16. So he yeah. rolled a 19 on his mace. So that hits. He's rolling for his wing. That's a three. That's a miss. So he kind of gets. So what he does is that he moves. But because he hit you, he's kind of like now on the side of uh, Drell. So like you're no longer behind cover because he managed to get an attack off on you. But at the same time, I'm going to give Drell an opportunity attack because he's kind of ignoring him. So go ahead and give me an attack roll, uh, Drell. Changing my dice. Yeah, please. Something. It's a seven. So yeah, seven misses. He goes to hit uh, Armos. So the first one hits, he gets a Morningstar hit. <sighs> you hear that, Armos? But he's, wait, he's behind me, right? Well, he was. was, but he still hit you. He rolled a 19 on his mace hit and he missed his wing attack. I'm in danger. <laughs> you take 13 points of damage as he just Oof. whacks you across. Oof. He just hits you in your stomach and just knocks all the wind out of you. You take 13 points of damage. What's your health? 15 uh, look look i got two okay i got two you got two okay because I'm... you took half more than half damage you're gonna have to make me a constitution saving throw make go ahead and make me a constitution saving throw to see if you're knocked down give me a constitution you gotta you're gonna roll d20 and okay. you're gonna add your con modifier to it okay five okay you lost concentration so mm -hmm. which bolt is over no. uh roll me another one to see uh just roll another one roll me another d20 11 11 you don't get knocked out sweet but you are you are heavy you you got the wind knocked out of you as this guy just hits you with a morning star straight to the chest you are fucked up almost no <laughs> i go flying across <laughs> half the room <laughs> it's okay it's okay or what uh, feels Minus, like half the can, room and it's one foot Minus, you can still talk to animals so it's fine <laughs> <laughs> it's now going to be Minus's turn again yeah, how far is he from me? <laughs> uh, he's pretty close. He's within 10 feet. Oh, great. I, I'm really upset by this. You know, I'm like, oh, Armos, I got you, buddy. And I uh, I run over to him and I'm like, hey, take this. And I, can I use my action to just feed him the potion? Absolutely, you can. So I feed him the potion. Okay. Uh, I think a potion is potion of healing. How much does that heal for? If I use my action, does it just do full? Well, no, you still have to roll to see how much it heals. Potion of heal. I think it's like 1d8 plus okay. whatever potion. But does he uh, roll because he's giving it to me, or do I roll because I'm consuming it? No, it, it it just works. You're giving it to him. Potion of healing. Uh, so potion of healing, you gain 2d4 plus 2. So go ahead and roll 2d4 plus 2. Great. Wait, him or me? Uh, either or. Because I just rolled a 4. I rolled okay. yep, so roll yep, one. Yep, it's you. Oh, God. Wait, D4? Power of friendship. Yeah. I got a four. Oh, Did you really? Yeah. Oh, so you get friendship. 10 hit points back. So it's 2D4 plus two. You get 10 hit points back. That's fucking lucky. Let's Are go. Cheating? <laughs> Power of friendship uh, is real. Oh, man. <laughs> uh, it then I look up drops. to him as I'm, as I'm taking my, my chugs and just give him a good old thumbs up with, with one eye open. Uh. It's going to go to Kemi Joe's turn. So he's also going to run over. See if he makes it. He tries to do a full movement. Kemi Joe trips as he's trying to make his way over oh, to you guys. No. Um, he trips. The bugbear looks at Minus as you just tried to help him. And he goes to swing at you. Oh. Oh, God. 
and then that fucking 20. Okay. <laughs> uh, okay. On his mace. And then he goes to swing with the wing. That's 11. Nope. 15. Does a 15 hit? He, he got a 15 on yeah. the wing? Yeah. Oh, I thought I got 11. Uh, 15. Uh, it's 11 it. plus his modifier. Fuck. <laughs> Fuck. Yes, it hits. It's done. Dunzo. Dude, I just so want to play out this like scenario. It's me like coming to and just being like, oh, I'm finally getting in. I'm holding onto the bottle as Menace is like feeding it to me. And then all of a sudden, Menace is just what? gone and the bottle's there. And I'm like looking around like, wait, what? I'm out, I'm out, of, I'm out of D8. You're out of D8. Well, it's double die for a crit. Just roll it twice. Why, why does it sound like you're rolling six dice right now? Stop it. Yeah. For my bonus action on my turn, I say a prayer for me. You take 14 <laughs> damage as he hits you with that. Okay. As he hits you with the mace. That's what I thought. You, 14 damage as he hits you with the mace, and then he's going to do the wing attack hit. This oh, is and then not he does as a bad. Wing attack. <laughs> but it's not as bad, but it's still going to hurt you a bit. It doesn't matter. Double damage. Oh, wait. That's not I'm double down. damage. It doesn't matter. Uh... You take two points of damage from the wing, so he knocks you up yeah, with I'm the uh, <laughs> with the mace, kind of like serving you up, and he knocks you, and then he does like a cool spin and knocks you back down with his bone wing. <laughs> zero HP, <laughs> bang! Are you? Ex are I'm zero down. exactly. <laughs> well, I'm below zero. What's your what's how much how much negative are you? Uh, negative three. Negative three. Okay, I so think. here's how death works in D and D. Oh, You're not fuck, dead man. yet. Not yet. If he took his full, so here's how people die. So now he's he's unconscious. So when you hit zero hit points, you become unconscious. You're not really dead. You are dead under two conditions. Uh, one, whatever killed him, it says he's dead, like power kill or just being eaten. Uh, or two, he gets negative his max hit points. The third thing is that he needs to he needs to pass two out of three death saving throws which is a simple roll of the d20 one to ten you get an x 11 to 20 you get a circle meaning you pass or fail if you fail twice you die yeah um if he passes his body stabilizes he's still unconscious so if he really wanted to just beat the shit out of him while he's dead if he goes negative hit points wait then i thought you had to fail three times because isn't a nat one two automatic failures? I've been reading you up are on it. Right. Yeah. Yeah. You are right. Yeah. I've been reading. Right. My bad. I'm My bad. I'm the player's handbook. I was just about to ask that too. Yeah. You need to pass three times yes. or fail three times. You are absolutely right. So but on your turn, is, you get the roll. They count as their own things. It's not like out of three. It's right. three one yes, way. Yes. You are absolutely. Yeah. So you have to roll three saving throws or yeah. I don't roll one yet. Fails. I rolled on my next turn. Right? You, you roll on your next turn. Yeah, I'm glad. Oh, I'm glad I did that. That was like kind of sick. Like take this and then I get thwacked. <laughs> you get served. He kind of just beat the shit out of you. Yeah. yeah. So real quick, I, what are the stipulations? So say if he's laying on the ground, say we go and uh, so he's at zero. If you want to go and help him, like do a little CPR, you would do a medicine check. If you pass, if you pass on a medicine check, you stabilize him and he's good. He's not at one health. He's just not dying anymore. Yeah, he doesn't so have like, to do the, the throws anymore. You know, like you kind of like gauze him up and things like that. You know, you make but sure you he's can like, shove a we can like shove a health potion down his throat to pick him back up. Right. Yeah, that's what yes. I was trying to ask. Mm -hmm. Like, yeah, can Kimmy Joe go over there and be like, hey, buddy, here you go. Possibly. One of this one's if on me. 
He can certainly try. You know, he fell down, but you know, he'll get there. I mean, he's got Do three we want to put Menace's life in the hands of a fucking gnome? <laughs> Well, that we just met. Let's recap a bit. You are in a room full of dead bodies with a hard putrid smell, constantly disrespecting your nostrils. This bugbear just served menace on a silver platter. Okay. He two pieced him and he got the biscuit. Okay. You got Armos, who's now healthy again because he just got a potion, and you have just been trying to swing away at him. Kemi Joe has tripped about 10 feet away, trying to run over to you guys as he tripped over like some leg from whatever, from whatever uh, sorry sap died down here. So Drell's gonna turn around, look at Kemi Joe, and he's gonna say, Kemi Joe, make sure you pick up Menace. <laughs> and he's gonna turn around to Armos and say, Let's finish this fucker. Yes. And he's going to just fucking swing his goddamn axe again. Let's go. <laughs> and that's a dirty 20. Ooh. No, sorry, 19. 19. It's oh. definitely it. Bad at math. And then I, so that is seven more damage. Ooh. And then I want to also prepare a reaction if I can't, right? Can I do that? Well, so you can, so whenever it's your turn, you get your reaction back. Okay. So you don't have to prepare a reaction. Um, what you would do you, is that instead of attacking on your turn, you can do like a uh, you could do like a wait action to like you can go uh, last. Okay. You could um, set up like a watch attack. So if he does something, you would attack on his turn and things like that. Like if he's like far away, you would like wait to make sure he comes to you. So you did seven okay. to him. Okay. Uh, it then goes to Armos. Armos, you lost concentration on your witch bolt. Uh, yeah. You were fucked up for a second, out mm -hmm. of breath, and you drink a health potion. You see your wounds start to congeal back together on your chest, and, but you still have like blood on you from when he hit. You got a little blood coming from your mouth. What are you doing? Um, I think I'm gonna have to do my bolts. And how far away is Drella from me? He's you guys are all within like ten feet of each other. Okay, I'm gonna try to get behind Drell again. All right, so you take a move action, you step behind yeah. Drell to get some cover. So I'm kind of tiptoeing behind him. And then as I'm tiptoeing, I go, ha! <laughs> Throw a bolt at him. All right, roll it. Um, ooh, 18. Hits. Nice. Roll for damage. The damage is... 1d10 plus 3 for that cantrip. Ooh, that's an 8 plus eight? my charisma. Which is plus 3. three. So that's yeah. 11 damage. Nice. 11 damage. And as I'm doing that, I just want to reiterate to Drell, aim for the, <laughs> for his arm, aim for his arms. <laughs> <laughs> so you shoot this bolt, he goes 10 feet forward, right? Because you got that other invocation. Back. Yeah, so he, you you hit him on the side, he kind of falls. He doesn't fall, but he gets stumbles back 10 feet. He's away from Menace now. Okay, he's no longer standing over him, which is really good. Uh, it's going to go back up to Minus' turn. Minus, I want you to give me a death saving throw. Yep. So uh, 11 or higher, I succeed. First one higher. in the podcast. Yeah. Here it goes. It's a seven. No. His blood spews out from his cute little from his cute little cow mouth. Fuck, dude. Is like he rolls that one on the next one, he's dead. Uh, it then goes to Kemi Joe's turn. Kemi Joe spends his action getting up. Because he did trip the turn before, so that's his turn. The bugbear looks back at Armos, and he sees that he's standing behind Drell, so he's going to move towards you guys. He's going to 
he see he's kind of since uh almost is behind drell he's just kind of going to attack uh he's gonna try to get both of you he's gonna swing his mace at drell and try to use his wing attack to hit armos so the first attack uh 16 does a 16 hit you drill no well, he misses with the mace he goes to swing with his wing at armos 15 but you get plus five to your yep. ac so what's your ac 11 plus five yep 16. so you have 16 so he misses with the wing as well that's, that's right. his turn uh it then moves it passes over to drill's turn did i miss i i missed what kemi joe did what did kemi joe so did? he he got he up just got oh yeah, yeah yeah so he just went so we got like you know what i mean as long as I, as long as I like, don't we're roll last a nat to one. Go. <laughs> no, 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 but if, yeah, that's the thing. If Menace rolls a nat one, he's dead. No, I know. That's my point. So if you're scared of moving, like, you just do it. You know what I'm saying? No, I can move. I'm not worried about moving. I don't know. So would my full action, see, this is, I wish I didn't use my fucking action search, dude. Could I move and use my action to give Menace one of my potions of healing? Absolutely. Yeah, so you okay. use your move action to move over to him. You guys aren't too far okay. from each other, even in the rough so, terrain. And you would use your action to give it to him. But you will take an opportunity attack from the bugbear because he's standing right in front of you. Nah, I'm fine. Uh, that, Just leave me. That's... <laughs> hey, you're dead. No. Hey, you're unconscious <laughs> over there. <laughs> Not from the peanut no, gallery. <laughs> that's that's fine. Okay, so that's okay. So, yeah, so I'll do that. So I'll move over to Menace and try to shove a health potion down his throat. <laughs> All right, he's going to swing. Does a 15? 15, 15 doesn't hit, right? It does not. No. All right. Is so. it one of those dissolvable capsule potions? It's one of those. I was gonna. Right? I was gonna say he's <laughs> face down. So you know, wherever you gotta stick that to get him working. You know. What I mean? All yeah. right. So you run. You are no longer in cover, by the way. Almost. Yeah. Well. Yeah. I know. I. So I also wanna. I just wanna. As I'm pouring the potion down his throat, I'm gonna say, at least you can talk to animals. <laughs> as I'm like pouring the, the potion down yeah. his throat. Uh, that little bit of backstory for the listeners, by the way, when he said that. Um, since he just leveled up to a level two ranger and in a party of no healers, he decided to not take cure wounds and to take animal speaking instead. Oh, no one told me that was a thing. I just didn't know, you know. <laughs> right. <laughs> back in the right. roleplay. So yeah, yeah, go ahead and roll to see how much health he gets back. Uh, 2d4 so plus two. D4. Drill what roll, please. What is that? It's sticking. Oh, that's nine health total. Nine wow. health total. Yeah. You prop back up. You got nine health. Uh, you wake up and you can get back up on your turn. Uh, okay. So now it goes to Armos's turn. Armos, it's you and the bugbear. He's looking right at you at the moment. You know what? I'm feeling. I'm feeling a little, little good. I'm gonna. I'm gonna yeah. do my. I'm gonna do my blast again, and then we're we're gonna see what happens after I do my blast. So I'm gonna blast him. Ooh. That's a six. <laughs> six? That's a miss. Okay. Um, with my move, I think I'm going to hurry up and try to go hide behind Drill if, if that's possible. You can't make it to Drill because the bugbear is standing in the way. You had to move oh, across him. So if you want to run uh, that way, you would have to make A, an acrobatics check because now okay. you're trying to go past Drill on this yeah, rough yeah. terrain, and B, take a opportunity attack. Is there anything that I can hide behind to get cover that's within my area? Mm. Bodies, mm. whatever. Make make a perception check. <laughs> I get 11. Almost, you rolled an 11 on your perception check. You don't really notice much in the room, but you do notice the mound of bodies in the center. 
And if you were going to hide, that's probably your best bet if you wanted to do it. How far? It's about with it. Like, you haven't moved from the center of the room much. It's like okay. kind of within like 10 feet of you. So I could kind of tiptoe over there. You could. Yeah, all right. Let's do that. I'm going to get over there. Give me a perception check. God, what? Another one? Jesus. Ooh, I have 15. A 15. You, as you move closer to it, as the behind us mound of bodies, you start to hear a rumble underneath and bodies start shifting a little bit the closer you get to it. Reginald looks at you and goes, oh, that's not good. Wait, why? Why? What? What is, what's going on? Oh, that's not good. And that's where we will end this week's session. What's bubbling underneath the pile of corpses? What's got Reginald all shaken up? Let us know what you think on the socials. I added a pretty cool hook to this encounter. I would be really surprised if you guessed what's coming. But then again, my players surprise me every week. So who knows? I really want to know your thoughts on this. Catch us next week for the conclusion of this encounter. Until then, you know what to do. Peep those socials down below and have a great week, baby.